You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Smartest Guys in Marketing with Taylor Watch and Chris Evans. How you doing? I'm doing great. Chris Evans in Charlotte, Taylor Watch in Nashville, if you guys want to come visit us. And uh, we're going to talk to you about why every other podcast is a scam. <laughs> it's the best stuff headline ever. It is. It's not totally true, though. We just are talking about different things that people teach that aren't true and that don't necessarily work. And, you know, the marketing world is... It can get pretty intense if you are just starting out, or even if you're not just starting out, kind of knowing what's true and what's myth and what's false. So we're going to talk to you today about something that Chris is a genius at. Dude's run uh, probably multiple seven figures in paid traffic and knows not just the mechanics of paid traffic, because the problem is, is sometimes if you follow the the gurus and they just know the mechanics, they can teach you how to set up pixels. That's one thing. But uh, you got to understand the strategy behind it and what actually makes someone who's coming from cold traffic become a buyer. And uh, Chris is probably the, the smartest guy I've ever met on this stuff. So Chris, you ready to dive into this? Wow, thanks, man. I'm humbled. It's true. It's totally true, man. I mean, remember when you took over my ads account? <laughs> yeah, you're killing those $90 leads. <laughs> I was spending like 92 bucks per lead, <laughs> which yeah, is about 15 somewhere. times too high. But yeah you know, whatever. So yeah, we're talking about traffic and this is one of the biggest fallacies we see is like people just talk about, they need more traffic all the time. And what's the case that we find most often with people? You don't, you don't need more traffic. The majority of people don't. Yeah. There's really, there's three things that you need and there's a sequential list. If you want to get major success, we can break these things down. I want to break these things down because I want major success. Okay. That's all I want. All right, so I, I love to just break things down to the studs and it helps me to understand how everything goes together, how to take it apart and put it back together. When you're getting involved in traffic, and we're kind of curtailing off of last week's episode, we were talking about selling and, and getting more opportunity. And so the first thing that you must have is an amazing offer, right? We, so we'll just assume that you've already validated that offer, you've pre-sold it, and you know that you can sell that to people and people are willing to give you a credit card, right? So now you need more opportunities to talk to people about that offer. So let's get that out of the way, cross that off the list. You've already validated your amazing offer, okay? The next thing, obviously, you have to do is a way to get people in your funnel, right? Your lead gen, what is your feeder funnel, which we, t- we talk about a lot, having a webinar or a checklist or something like that, some way to capture people. We all know this, right? This is pretty, <laughs> but it's foundational, and people also skip over it, Okay. The third thing is, again, how to sell those people, how to lead them from where they are right now to know that they have a major problem, major issue to making a decision to work with you, become a client of yours, right? So that's the sequential order that you have to have locked down. So an amazing offer. Yep. And a way to get people into your funnel. So like a lead gen. Yep. So Um, that you can present that offer. And then how to sell those people your offers. So how to basically take that lead and turn them into a customer or a client. Yep. Yeah. Which we talked about the last episode. Yeah. Can you talk about real fast though, lead gen, what kind of lead gen works the best? 
Because we're noticing some changes in this. And if people have seen a lot of our other marketing content, you know, we're big on like straight from, from ad to webinar, but kind of maybe break down what some of the stuff you and your team are finding when it getting into lead gen. Yeah. So yeah, webinars are tremendously powerful because especially if you're taking someone who didn't know who you were yesterday to, they just came into your world or like I like to call it your ecosystem. A webinar is such a great tool and it's our primary feeder funnel still because you're able to take someone from where they are to kind of break down their current belief system and rebuild their belief system with what they need to know to connect with you and get on the phone with you. So we love webinars or a case study video and it really builds that relationship. It builds that rapport and it really establishes value that you know what you're talking about, you know, that you're an an actual expert and you can actually help them. So that is a big thing. And then case study videos and we're loving checklists right now. Mm. A checklist right now that's just killing it because it's, it's a micro commitment for people. You know, they don't have to go and watch, sit down for an hour and watch a webinar they can download this checklist and quickly consume the information. It's like six pages. Um, and there's a call to action there for them to, to connect with us and you know, start to, that conversation. So we're seeing that being really successful currently. Yeah, and it's like a soft call to action. It's not like some people, I feel like they, you might be thinking like, oh, it takes all this work and you have to like, you know, make this massive sales page offer. And it's like, no, you know, our checklist, I think the offer is like, hey, if this sounds like something that can help you in your business and you'd like to talk about it, go yeah. here and let's chat. Yeah. It's what I call nonchalant marketing. Ooh, talk it's about like, that. Yeah. It's, so it's, you know, you're presenting all the facts and you're basically dangling the carrot out there and it's like, Hey, here's the opportunity. If you want it, you know, cool. Like we don't need you to take it, but so you're presenting why this whole thing that you're talking about is so amazing. You're yeah. not pushing it down their throat. <laughs> But you're showing like numbers and how it works. And so you're talking about benefits and you're talking about features and you're talking about how other people have been successful with this. And basically, by the time they're done with it, they're like, holy crap, like, how do I do this? Yeah. And it's super, super powerful. And the other thing, too, that we're seeing really successful, like working really successfully is retargeting people and kind of doing taking the same mindset and pushing them to other case studies and podcast interviews that we've done, just offering it out there saying, Hey, if this is cool to you and, and this sounds like a groovy thing, essentially, then check this out and see if it might be a good fit. We're not like, Hey, you should definitely do this thing. If you don't, you suck. And you know, it seems like the more nonchalant we are, the better it works. And we're even using that kind of copy in our ads. Like hey, how much it's cool to you then check it out. Yeah. How much of our budget is spent towards retargeting right now? I'd probably say 20% of our budget. Nice. And that's, it's mostly just a volume thing. Yeah. You know, if, if we could, we'd spend more. And so that's something that we're just continuing to, to work on. And as I see the future of running ads is being warming people up, the more that you can quote indoctrinate someone into realizing that your idea is really, really good and can really help them before that call to action is presented and that call to action being in this case, getting on a phone with you, the more successful, the previous stuff that we were talking about, you know, with the selling stuff, the more successful you'll be. Why? Because they're coming in they're already primed. They're like, and how many times does that happen? Taylor, like guys come in like, and they're using our language. Like they're talking about feeder funnels and all the kind of stuff that we talk about. 
and they're like ready to buy. Yeah. You know, it's just making that decision if they're a good fit and we can actually help them. Which sometimes people come in and they're ready to buy and we's like, we're like, no, the, no. you know, yeah, we, we, I don't think you should do this. Cause if it takes us too much, if it takes us too long to get someone an ROI, we'll typically, you know, turn them away. So 20% towards retargeting the three core uh, sequential pillars that you got to have. Let's talk about the biggest mistakes you see newbies making. Cause you're a little, you're like me on sales on the, on the traffic side, you've trained hundreds of people how to run ads for their business. So do you have some top mistakes that newbies make when they first start their traffic for the first time? Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, it even goes beyond newbies. I, I see advanced people making these mistakes, you know, because they kind of get in their own head and if something goes wrong, then they just don't know what to do. So mistake number one is not knowing their numbers. This is like huge. Like they don't know how many people are clicking their ad they don't know who's clicking. They don't know how many people are converting on their landing page. Like, Which this sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, but it's amazing how many people don't know this stuff. And so we call it taking it down to the studs. And actually, in the next episode, we're going to break this down a lot more. But this is, this is massive. This is huge. And if you don't know your numbers, you, when something's broken, you're not going to know what to fix. Yeah. Which is great. That's what's great about our, our stuff is like there are really four main pieces to everything. Yeah. And we can work with the clients and look at their numbers and say, okay, based on this, here's the lever we got to pull mm-hmm. to fix this. And the level of control that you have when you do know your numbers is like, just can't even describe it. Yeah. It's you unbelievable. Know? And so we can look at our business now and, and we look day to day. That is the first thing that we look at every single morning is our numbers. And so if something's kind of going weird, we can basically dissect quickly, diagnose quickly what is broken, what's happening. And so that we can get that fixed and just make sure we stay on track at our numbers. Yeah. That's back to us having control over our business. Right. Cool. What else? So number two, moving to a different platform before you've actually mastered just one. This is, this is huge. And I think a lot of people, you know, they get a romantic notion about paid ads and they see so much opportunity or maybe I should go to LinkedIn Man, I got this ad working on Facebook this one ad, I'm spending hundred dollars a day. I should scale this up on LinkedIn or Twitter or Google. Yeah. And that is like the, one of the worst things you could do. You've got to master one platform and I'd go beyond that. And I'd say master one platform at scale. I don't think you should go off of one platform until you're doing a hundred thousand dollars a month in your client business, at least. So don't move to another platform. Stay locked in. All right. So number three, this is like, it sounds so basic and practical, but I can't believe how many people screw this up. Is not having the right tracking set up. Or they launch their ads before they've gone through and tested everything to make sure that all the pixels work. And, and if you're someone who's not like a tech savvy person, there are so many people that you can hire to do this. That it's for just, cheap. For super cheap. That it's not an, an issue. Because what will happen, and I can't believe like, I'd say over 50% of people that we work with, even though we say it, they will go out and launch ads without having their tracking stuff set up. And so they've gotten 100 clicks, but they don't have their conversion tracking set up. So they don't know where their conversions are coming from, what's working, what's not. So that's a big thing. Make sure that you have your tracking set up and make sure that you've actually gone through the process of the beginning of like a prospect would go go through. So you've actually opted in from your ad and gone through the whole funnel to make sure everything works. 
All right. So the next thing is being emotional instead of data driven. This is like, this is crazy. This is what was wrong with me when you took over my ads account. Probably. Yeah. Cause you know, you, if you see an ad that's like, it might say it's converting at $20 a lead and you're like, Oh my God, I can't afford $20 a lead. Yeah. But there could be other things going on that where, you know, the whole campaign is at $20 a lead, but there's ad sets that you're running within that campaign that are converting at $7 a lead, right? You just need to trim the fat off. And so instead of just shutting off that whole campaign, you're actually, actually, you know, you're diving deeper into that, that campaign to see what's truly going on. So not making emotionally based decisions. That's like one of the worst things. That's like making emotional based decisions in the stock market. You're going to lose all the money that you have, right? Yeah. So you've got to look at the data. You have to know how to look at the data too. Well, this is something that we, we teach our clients as well. Speaking of this, you know, there, there are times when we'll go, I think every month there's probably like one week that's just not very good. Mm-hmm. Probably for every business. Sometimes we'll spend five, six, seven grand and not make anything back. And where you're really good at, at is looking at the tail on things and how, you know, there would be a major consequence to just shutting everything down and freaking out and starting over. Yeah. And then we'll end up catching up. So that's why I think it's really important not to look at like daily averages, even weekly averages. Sometimes you got to look at 30 day averages to give things enough time to put themselves into proper cadence, you know? Yeah. Super important. Yeah. That's a great point. Uh, Especially on ads. Like some, if you look at the lifetime of an ad, you know, and it's at your target cost per lead, let's just call it $10. There will be days where that, you know, it'll go up to $20. And so if you come in and you're looking at your ad, you're like, Oh my God, I spent $20 a lead today and you shut it off. But the lifetime of that ad is actually doing great. It's performing well. It's providing phone calls, mm-hmm. opportunities. So that's where you have to be super, super careful not to be emotional. Right. Um, so the last thing is testing too many things at once, testing too many hooks, too many images, too many audiences. The first priority is getting one message to work with one group of people first, right? One headline, one image to one audience. Get your message to market working first before you start testing so many different things. Because again, you know, you throw a lot of things into the mix and you're just not sure what's working, what's not. And you end up making emotional decisions. Yep. Which we've decided is not a good thing. So those are, I'd say the biggest mistakes people really screw up that end up costing themselves truckloads of money. That's not definitely, definitely real quick. This may not be on topic and you can defer this if you want, but based on your experience, because Historically, we've been paid traffic sharpshooters, kind of where we've built our whole business on paid traffic. When do you think someone's ready? Because there's a lot of talk right now about organic marketing and posting a bunch of stuff, but not posting it to get clients and making sure that, you know, where, where do you feel like organic plays into all of this in regards to traffic and eyeballs and all that stuff? Organic for us is huge because what we do is we go out and we get the attention of people via cold. Right. And then they come into our ecosystem to where they might friend us on Facebook. They might join our group. And so now they see all the things that we're doing on an organic level, posting case studies and giving other value and content. And so it just further increases the, the weightiness of that nonchalant selling. And it pulls people to a decision to want to work with us. Right. Yeah. Especially with our personalities. Like we have a lot of fun. We are very authentic. We're not super polished and quote professional and people really identify with that and see us. Or they hate it. Or they hate it. 
Yeah. But I'd say the majority of people like it. Yeah. Some people are like, oh my God, you guys are not professional at all. And I'm like, well, you're poor. So we <laughs> cancel each other out. So good. Yeah. Screw them. It's like, why am I going to listen to this 14 year old? Oh my gosh. I look young guys, but I'm really not really not. It's all that face cream you use. Dude. So you, you talked about numbers, which I think is super key. And there might be people listening who are like, well, I don't really know my numbers. Like how, what should my targets be? What should my goal be? How many webinar attendees do I need? And to that, we would both say, you got to know what your goals are because it yep. depends on, on how much you want to make. But next week, we're going to break down actually how many dollar bills you got to spend to hit that six figures a month mark. Or right? whatever you want. Yeah, we're just going to break down six figures a month, but you can do the math backwards and figure out if you want to make 10 grand a month or 30 grand a month consistently. And, you know, we, you know, at this point we did quite a bit more than that, but our first goal really was six figures a month. We just wanted to hit a hundred grand a month. You know, that was yeah. our, that was our big goal. And so we are going to break down what the numbers need to look like to do that. Right. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. So if that's something that you want to know, like the pathway, the roadmap essentially for you on how this would work then check out that next podcast. Definitely. So um, would you be willing to break down our most successful ad in like a little case study if we put it up in the bundle for them to download? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a video walkthrough? Yep. All right, so if you guys go to trafficandfunnels.com slash gift, we've got a consulting bundle for you. By the time this is live, Chris will have that video in there, but he'll break down our most successful ad, the headline, the image, because we didn't even talk about a lot of image stuff today, but the image is super important. Huge. How the call to action works. He's talked a lot about nonchalant copy. You'll get to see him break that down, how he writes it. It'll be awesome. So you should go to traffickofunnels.com slash gift, G-I-F-T, not G-Y-F-T, but G-I-F-T. Yes, yeah. You can download that. Anything else, Chris? No, appreciate your time. I want to publicly honor you for being the paid traffic guru that you are. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, we'll see you guys on the next podcast. Later. This is the podcastfactory.com.